0: listening to Finding Psychotherapy with me, Carla Kroysa. In this series, I'll be speaking to a range of highly experienced mental health practitioners, asking them to explain in simple terms what they do, how they do it and why is it therapeutic. I would also be asking them to give you a few tips of when to seek support and when you do, how to find what's right for you. This is a podcast to help us think about mental health, what it means and how we can begin to navigate this complicated, often mysterious and fascinating world. Dessa Markovic is a UKCP accredited systemic psychotherapist and supervisor, amongst many other things. She's a lecturer and has been programme director at Regents University, has over 20 years experience ranging from private practice, lecturing, research, working in the public sector and much more. Dessa has experience working with families and individuals. In 2017 she published her book on working with sexual issues in psychotherapy, a practical guide using a systemic social constructionist framework. I've asked Dessa to talk to me today about systemic psychotherapy, helping us to understand what it is in simple terms. Dessa, thank you for joining me today. And thank you for helping us shed some light on this particular approach to therapy. Thank you, Carla. Pleasure for me. So I suppose the aim of this podcast is to give our listeners a bit of an understanding or a better understanding of what the various approaches to therapy are, because they're so fundamental to how the therapist works. So. Could you tell us a little bit about systemic psychotherapy? Okay,
1: um, the word systemic sounds a bit strange and maybe not very familiar to the public. So I'll try to bring it kind of closer to understanding what it is. Basically, it developed from what used to be family therapy in the 1950s in the US and uh, Europe recognizing importance of family and clients' life, the influence of family relationships. So family members were included in the sessions, adults and children can be different generations, could be any number, two people, five, six or more. So the name systemic was added a bit later in recognition that apart from family, other systems, other contexts are influential in our daily lives and need to be considered in therapy, maybe peers or friends, colleagues, bosses, teachers, neighbours, partners, and so on. So, of course, family is important. However, we define a family. Is it one-parent family, two-parent family, or of any gender or any sexual orientation, three or more parent families? Is it biological, step, adopted, foster, family of origin, current family, blended, extended, and so on. But also, we are a part of a network of, of relating. And this is where systemic therapy is looking at, at the person in context rather than uh, person in isolation. So looking at relationships, which is about people, but also why the context we belong to that impact on our sense of identity, who we are such as race, culture, gender, class, education, sexuality, and so on. How do you relate to your race? How do you relate to your culture? What is the importance of education in your life? So how do you express your sexuality? And also these are interconnected. There is this systemic relationship amongst them. A change in one context will change something in others. This is why it is equally possible to do systemic therapy with individuals also with couples and groups, family groups or other relationship groups, because the focus of the conversation is on the relationships, relationship with self and relationship with others. So working with one individual client can change their relationship with others in in other situations. And just to add, as for the outcomes of systemic therapy one would hope for, it can lead to, for example, better understanding of self and others, more effective communication, increased ability to see things from a different perspective, ability to behave differently in a more desired, more effective ways, and feeling empowered, finding new strengths in oneself.
0: Hmm. So, So systemic therapy is about looking at the individual in context, but also not thinking of the individual as a one person living alone. They are in relation to others, and that is on a cultural class education level, as well as your family, your friends, how you relate to all those different components and how those are constantly shifting, and your position in that essentially
1: exactly exactly that even even if you you're feeling alone you're you're lonely and alone, you relate to where you're coming from, you relate to how you see your life, how you want your future to be, how you feel about being alone, what do you want to achieve? Mm
0: -hmm. And that can also go back, can't it, in generations at times, or or looking at history, like family history, or, or would that not fit in? It is like
1: thinking about how some therapeutic approaches like psychoanalytic specifically looks at detailed analysis of a person's childhood, goes back to the early years of development and looking at what happened there, often in great detail. Systemically, the emphasis is on what is happening in your life at present, mm-hmm. and past comes into it as long as far as it influences what is happening now, you have also your relationship with the past. Sometimes how you relate to your past experiences can change through therapeutic conversations, how you reflect on it, what you make of it, what sense do you make of it, and how people can feel constrained by their past, but also it can be something, space there to think about it differently or in spite of what happened in the past, you can still have future options. So the emphasis is on present and and on future, but obviously how we were brought up, families or whatever environment, does shape us and it is considered. But it's like a context in the background that is reflected on and referred to.
0: Mm. And the focus is on the on the present of of the person you have in front of you.
1: that that is that is more what where the focus is, yeah.
0: Lovely. Well, thank you for for that. And who might find systemic therapy helpful. So if someone was looking for a therapist, who might want to approach a systemic therapist in your view? It may be
1: helpful to people of very different backgrounds, different histories. It is not limited to particular groups or issues that one may bring to therapy. Just thinking I've worked with a variety of presenting problems or difficulties that people bring to therapy. Often it is anxiety, depression, very frequently relationship disagreements, conflict, difficulty making decisions, feeling stuck in life. Often it can be about managing emotions, regulating emotions or expressing how do you express your needs. Where is your voice in the situation? Situations like grief and bereavement, often I work with sexual relationships, sexualities, hmm. exploring future options in life. It, it, sometimes it's not like you have a mental health issue. It can be mental health problem could be sadness anger loneliness I'm stuck you know but sometimes people come to therapy to reflect its space to think to talk through without being necessarily accountable or worried about what other people when you communicate in, in a personal life what others might say you can be congruent more authentic process more freely
0: mm-hmm. what you're
1: experiencing. So it doesn't have to be a certain specific problem to, to solve. And often it is not about the solution. They uh, gaining courage, gaining strength, confidence to make some changes or take certain steps in life, risks, uh, perhaps.
0: So what I'm hearing is you don't need to have a specific problem to see a systemic therapist. Mm. It's more about wanting to explore and curiosity and it might be attached to a mental health illness or it might be attached to a feeling that you have or it might be attached to not finding that you have time in your life to be able to to think about things and to understand yourself better. Yes it,
1: it, it's space for reflection so therapist facilitates that uh, um, provides a context that opens up a different perspective. It could be just looking, people are sometimes stuck in one way of looking at their situation and talking with with a therapist who is neutral, who is not emotionally invested, who is not part of your personal life, but is there to encourage you to make use of your inner resources, of your strength, and to maybe take some risks as long as it feels safe enough. Mm. to make some changes. Mm. And obviously, like in any therapy, clients benefit more when they engage with the process. The more you give, the more you can get from it. Uh, it isn't something that is done to you. It is. Um, it can be hard work for clients, but hopefully very uh, rewarding. But it does need commitment and taking responsibility for your part in that process. But systemic therapists are often what we say client-led and we often say the client is the expert which doesn't mean the therapist is not obviously therapist has expertise but it's very much appreciated what clients bring what they want how they would like their life to be you're the one as the client who knows best what fits for me what makes sense for me what what is me in all of it that I'm prepared to do
0: So there's this real sense that the client is the author, it's their life. And so it's their choice, it's their understanding, it's their curiosity, it's their making sense of the world they live in. Yeah,
1: that is very much respected by the therapist.
0: And the therapist goes along with that journey and has expertise to help see things or support or of the space and yeah. kindness and empathy and a lot more than that. But it's it, it's a journey that you do together.
1: Exactly. Journey you do together. And, and, and often I wouldn't know where it's going to take us. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we both take risks and step into unknown space, but it is not literal, so it is through conversation, so it's safe. You can, through conversation, imagination, talking, hypothetically... Sort of imagine different scenarios. What would happen if I did this? What would happen if I didn't? What else is there for me?
0: Mm. And that sort of leads me into my next question. So, if if I'm going to go and see a systemic therapist, what might a might a session look like? What could I expect from a session?
1: It is a form of talking therapy. It is based on a dialogue between the client and the therapist. It's, it's a conversation whereby. The therapist is typically active. They're not silent or distant. Equally, they're not directive. They're more neutral, but active, actively encouraging the clients to, to explore and to get more into the depth of the issues. So therapist doesn't have an agenda or set, set structure. It is really created together with clients. Therapists can guide the client in exploring certain issues. They Typically, systemic therapists would ask various questions and these questions are really more for the client than for the therapist. It does give more understanding of the client to the therapist, but it is really something that if you're prepared to engage as client with therapist questions that are meant to inspire you to think perhaps out of the box, to see things from a different perspective, It is to assist the client in making sense of the situation. If they are, for example, confused, therapists can offer views, their feedback, but not it's something that the client should do. It is not judgmental or in any way prescriptive. It is encouraging. It is opening up, exploring options, looking for different possibilities. Therapists may suggest a kind of a homework if that is something that client responds to and works for them, something to do, something to notice. And with couples and relationship groups, the emphasis is on the communication between the clients themselves, which the therapist facilitates, guiding them in communicating more effectively with each other
0: so and I mean mean, this is something that sets um, systemic therapy apart as well a little bit I feel is is the idea that it can be done in groups or couples and and in that case there might be a bit more homework or exercises that they can do together as in that's something that could that would be expected almost
1: does it does help Uh, we call it um, therapeutic intensity maybe you can call it therapeutic momentum because 50 minutes, if it's weekly, let's say 50 minutes a week, it, you know, things get open up, opened up in, in the sessions. But what you do with it in the meantime is what counts. What yeah. is the effect of what we talk about in the sessions on your life? This is why you come to therapy. So this is where taking responsibility and putting into practice some of the ideas that are talked about in the sessions and it could be if it's couples we can decide together i can suggest or couples sometimes decide themselves and say maybe we can talk about this in the meantime that would be definitely helpful to keep the therapeutic momentum and to incorporate changes in your lives in your daily lives therapy can um, encourage you uh, but what what you do with it is what matters yes
0: yeah, so it's not confined to the room and the 50 minutes once a week therapy is your you're in it so you can explore it and mm. and it, it it becomes part of your life on the outside of the therapy room itself yes yes
1: and and obviously people have limited time they sometimes don't but it's possible to create sometimes i say to couples can you sit down for 10 minutes in the end of the day and talk about your day? I mean, for, for a lot of couples, it is amazing. It sounds so simple for many couples. It's like a major, uh, you know, endeavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, when they do do it and it sounds ridiculous, but I do say sometimes put in your diary when you're going to sit with each other and talk because life is so busy. There's work, there's children, there's, household chores, there's social life, family obligations and when you put it in the diary and commit to it, it just can really transform people's lives.
0: That's such good advice. So how much can someone expect to pay to go and see a systemic therapist?
1: To my knowledge, systemic therapists often work on a sliding scale of fees basis Mm -hmm meaning the fee for the session depends on the client's ability to pay. Most typically, it would be their annual income. And it varies over time. People are very um, honest with me. I so appreciate that. And they tell them if there is no trust and honesty, this relationship, it won't work anyway. They say, oh, I got promoted, I'm earning more now, I can pay you more. But equally, what happens is that people say, I got redundant, lost my job, or, and, and we adjust the fee according to situation. I don't check that. It's, it's their decision, and, and it's appreciated. So in this way, it does open doors to people on lower income, to people who are unemployed, students, to uh, enables them to experience affordable therapy, and as the such is inclusive of a diversity of client situations. So the fee scale may start, and I don't know, it varies amongst colleagues. It may start at 50 or 60 pounds per session. Sometimes it is possible to obtain a further reduction, but then it goes up depending on clients' ability to pay to much higher fees, over a hundred and, and, and a lot more sometimes. Mm.
0: What feels important to me when talking about cost of therapy for people to know is that to be open about it, to be open about what they can afford and what they can't afford and not feel ashamed of it and, and money. Mm-hmm. And, and perhaps with a therapist, an agreement can be reached. So not to feel, oh, I can't do therapy, it's too expensive. But try it out with a therapist, see, see what can come of it, because often there's a conversation to be had potentially. Yeah, absolutely. Many
1: therapists work with a, a set fee for everyone and, you know, that people have the right to decide how they're conducting their business. Mm. This is somehow I've been trained in, in 30 years ago in the systemic therapy. We, we were seeing clients at the Institute were trained and there was fee scale, but then we were trained in a way that then took it to our private practice and every single systemic therapist I know works on a sliding um, scale fee basis. And it it really means a lot to me that uh, people can pay a lot less than others and it is okay for them what they are paying as well as much higher paying clients. It's, It's okay for them too. So, fee is not a barrier
0: to therapy. exactly exactly. Fee shouldn't be a barrier that's That's a very nice way of putting it. And how long do you feel that the therapy would last? so how many sessions can one expect to have? What are you committing to?
1: I always say you are not committing to any session beyond the session you're in, but if you start and think after the first session or second, I'm not sure where it's going. Maybe give it a few more sessions. But if, if if something does not feel right, a systemic therapist would really encourage clients to say what you want from the session, what is going well, what is not going as, as, as expected. So you are really encouraged to be an active creator, of your therapy session, of your therapy process of what what is talked about. But in general, there is no set number of sessions. Obviously, if you're working in an agency that offers limited number of sessions, it is set by the agency often. uh, NHS would have set number of sessions. But in private practice, there's a huge range from a few sessions to a lot longer. I've been seeing clients regularly short term as well as for months and sometimes years. But this is typically by their own choice when therapy represents something important, not at all necessarily because there are big problems. It can be, but often it is about therapy being a resource that they're able to use well, a space to think, reflect, have a conversation while freely reflecting Mm. on whatever they choose to. Mm. Often it is kind of conversation they can't have anywhere else in life. Something that makes a difference that is uh, very, very important in their lives.
0: Mm. And I think that's something that's so important to to say about therapy is that it's it's a space where I feel it's quite unusual nowadays to sit down with someone one on one and have an open conversation with someone who's listening to you without a phone or a computer or um, mm-hmm. and just enjoy that. A conversation, and, and anyone can access that therapy can be for anyone. There was there was a research. Uh,
1: I think it is uh, John Gottman the researcher, He has a institute and a website, and does a lot of uh, media uh, appearances, courses, and there was a big international research they did. Um, his researchers a research on happy couples: uh, what keeps them happy long term. What is it that connects couples? That is most important. And so there were a lot of values of good relationships that were listed uh, in the in the findings of this research. But one most important, in in far more important than the others, the first on the list was listening. It just um, and this is what we do in therapy. It, it just there's you have a different sense of yourself your life when somebody listens to you it just can bring such clarity and such validation to you and that somehow gets lost in uh, personal relationships very mm. easily and sometimes in cu- couples when when one says I, I want your support and i want you to be there for me and to listen and the other says what well, just listen Just listen, you know, just take the word just out because listening is massive. Mm.
0: It seems so simple and obvious, but it's so powerful to feel heard.
1: Absolutely, feeling heard. Mm. So many people come to therapy with with that issue, not being, not feeling heard, not feeling that their voice matters. Mm. Mm. And that is, it's just so powerful. Very hard to carry that feeling uh, in you. Mm. in a relationship
0: mm. Mm. absolutely and where would you advise someone to look for a therapist a systemic therapist?
1: I think the best way to look for qualified systemic therapist would be UKCP directory which is available online UK Council for psychotherapy it gives you a wide list of therapists, You can select according to the location, gender, any other characteristics, years of experience. But then you can look at their website, you can decide on that basis, or perhaps make a phone call or arrange the first session to see how it feels being with this person. So there are directories like UKCP, BACP, counseling directory, I'm sure there are other directories, and so much information is available online these days. But it may feel very different meeting the person, you know even the telephone call. But I mean, I've experienced that a number of times people come to the session with me and they say, "You know, I made an appointment with three other therapists, so they are open up front telling me, "This is a trial session." And I remember thinking, Early on, oh, I must win. They might must choose me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking, it really is such a good idea because what I offer or what anybody offers is not good for everyone. Not everybody connects in the same way. So you have to feel rapport. You have to feel that you can talk with this person, that how therapist is hearing you, how they are. Re- responding to you um and and how you feel sitting being with them
0: Mm, and i feel that's so important so what i'm hearing here are two big things one is look for a therapist that's accredited that might may seem obvious but it's not always to everyone so go on to a a directory like the ukcp for example and maybe arrange to meet face to face with two or three therapists Because essentially you need to like the therapist and feel comfortable with them and feel that you can talk to them because it's that relationship that's going to be so fundamental to the therapy and its success and its
1: outcome. Absolutely. Uh, And that's an option to meeting. It may be too logistically complicated for some people, but sometimes having a lot of of therapists would... um, accept 10-15 uh, minutes brief initial conversation through that the conversation you can get a sense of okay whether uh, do I want to try to see how it goes with this therapist but also monitor within yourself what is it that maybe make you think oh maybe I won't go with this therapist. Uh, they actually can be very good for you but they're maybe too challenging or Touching on something you're, you'd rather you know, avoid um, looking at. So actually being open to being challenged may be a very important part of therapy.
0: Mm. And asking yourself those questions and growing in that awareness is, is part of therapy in a way as well. And what therapy is about once you yeah. start.
1: Exactly, exactly, as you say.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you. One final question. So you've, you've done this for so many years, you're so experienced. Do you feel that you could tell me what you like most about your job? It's really such amazing
1: experience observing how people engage in in this kind of context, what difference it may make to them. And then observing them change all the time, how the impact on their lives and how they grow as people, how they develop relationships differently, their understanding, their connectedness with life. It it's really gives them... But also there is something that I say openly, I have no problem saying it. I learn a lot from clients. Uh, there's so many clients' lives that I really admire so many aspects of their relationships they're so impressive um, they may struggle with something but in other areas of their life they're just incredible people who I feel very privileged to have met
0: mm. Mm. that's such a sort of heartfelt and human response thank you <laughs> Okay, Dasa, well, thank you very much for for talking to me today and for taking the time.
1: Thank you, Carla. Pleasure for me.
0: You've been listening to Finding Psychotherapy by me, Carla Vakroissa. I always love to engage with my listeners. So if you have any thoughts, questions or queries, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram on finding psychotherapy. This podcast has been edited by Iceni Studios, and the music is by David Rhodes.